The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Hello again, it's Oliver Callan here in for Ryan on this holy Thursday morning. And how are we doing out there? Well, how are we doing today? And um, hello especially to our friends in Sligo, in the northwest up there, the communities that are hurting, that are bewildered, uh, bereft. Today is a day to be kind to yourself and uh, forget the chores, forget any tasks that you beat yourself up about you haven't done. Don't have the row with the person you were thinking of having a row with. And let us hold your hand this morning until 10 o'clock. Share your thoughts with us. The text is 51551. The email is ryan at rte.ie. And when we joined the conversation, or this conversation on the programme earlier in the week about homophobic abuse and intolerance in the country, we'd no idea how how dark the issue would, would suddenly plunge. And uh, to put it into context and how the LGBT plus community are feeling today, remember the level of violence that's being reported it's happened in one of the best and safest places to be gay on earth. But so let's not be afraid. You know, most people are good. They're decent. They're kind when the call goes out. And I know that from all the messages we've been seeing here on the show this week. So keep on believing in the basic, better nature of the world and we will all get through it. Uh, what can we do? Well, we can show our support, especially to the straight allies out there to be seen to be visible on the streets. And let me tell you about the vigils that are happening around the country to remember Michael Snee and Aidan Moffat, uh, particularly in Sligo Pride. They put out there they're going to have a vigil. That's tomorrow, Good Friday, April 15th, six o'clock in the evening outside the town hall in Sligo. Uh, Dublin Pride are, are going to gather to remember Michael and Aidan uh, at 6pm, same time, tomorrow, Good Friday. And that'll be outside Dáil Éireann. And uh, you can follow Drogheda Pride, Wexford Pride, Galway Loch Ray, Galway City, Limerick Pride. They all have uh, vigils so you can get together, come with your friends, the allies, as I say, be out visible, give each other a hug and, and we'll, we'll get through this. And for anyone affected in particular, uh, LGBT Ireland has a helpline that's been manned. 1800 929 539. 1800 929 539. So there we are. If you've any good news to share, no matter how small, this is the time to share, please. We all need a bit of cheering up. 51551 is the text number. Now, forgive me as I go towards the distractions of trivialities that I feel I must, just so that our minds can cope enough to process uh, the important stuff, you know. And I want to go back to airports, which we were talking about at the very start of the week. Uh, because there were innocent times when long queues in Dublin Airport were the only things we were grumbling about domestically. Uh, Now, apparently, New York's JFK Airport is now calling Shannon Airport Limerick Shannon Airport. I have this. This has been spotted by Irish passengers flying out of JFK this week and obviously delighting Limerick flyers as they land in Shannon County Clare, uh, now relabeled as Limerick. So, um... There we go. I'm sure the banner people will be up now about that. And uh, the message from Willie says, first we take Shannon, next we'll take Kilkey. <laughs> this is the type of stuff that keeps us occupied. Uh, Boris Johnson, you've been following that story. 
The journal.ie tells us that um, the, pr- the problems begin to mount because it looked like, well, bigger problems in the world and everyone's going to move on from Partygate. Well, not so. The Justice Minister, who would be kind of a step below their Home Secretary, which would be kind of the equivalent of our Minister for Justice, so it's kind of a junior minister, but the, uh, the Justice Minister has resigned there, said it's a breach of criminal law, can't stand it, no option, repeated rule-breaking, time to go. And uh, we haven't heard from Boris Johnson much since this happened because he's kind of hiding out on Easter holidays and so on. So the outrage kind of comes from unexpected places. So the one show, which is, you know, that um, fluffy BBC uh, morning show, uh, The Mirror tells us this morning that um, an unexpected person had a, a bit of an outburst over Boris Johnson. So Dan Stevens, do you remember him? Um, he from Downton Abbey. He comes on the show and he's talking about uh, a, a new thing that he's doing. And they're saying, well, what's the, what's the movie? What, what's the movie you're about? Uh, it's just going to one of those standard things, you know, the film you're here to promote. Uh, can, you, can you describe it for us? And Dan Stevens, it's a joke in his head, but listen to what he says when he describes the, the plot of the film. This is an extraordinary story, Dan. It is. The series you're doing, what's the take then on it? Well, what you've got is a criminal for a leader who is you know, wrapped in a messy war embroiled in a stupid scandal and surrounded by ambitious idiots um, and really should resign. And um, No, I'm sorry, that's the intro to Boris Johnson. I've just said, <laughs> I've just said the intro to Boris Johnson. I'm so sorry. Yeah, the, the intakes of breath there. That's been watched um, millions of times, I think four million times on Twitter alone. Uh, so uh, Dan Stevens, um, he, he was a lovely cousin, wasn't he, in Downton Abbey? Uh, but he's... He, he, I don't even know what the series was about in the end. It's, um, I can barely remember it. But anyway, he, he went in and discussed it. It's about US President Nixon forced to resign amid a scandal. So there are some connections there, isn't there? So it's a Watergate and all of that. Uh, although this is kind of, they're saying it's a lot easier. I've been reading some of the British, even the Telegraph, which would be quite Boris friendly, is kind of saying, no, this scandal is, is the one because it's so simple to understand. The rules they made that they couldn't even follow themselves despite telling everyone to follow them and people missing funerals and so on. Uh, and they're even saying that when people were going around calling Tony Blair a war criminal and all this stuff, very convoluted, very difficult. Uh, but there you go, Dan Stevens put it in a very simple way. Now, other stuff which is going to certainly cheer us up is the is Other Voices, which returns for 20th TV series on RTE 1 tonight, RTE 2 at 11 o'clock tonight. It's on the RTE player as well. Uh, a brand new season, uh, the return of the hosts, Annie Mack, May Kay, Hugh Stevens, and the series kicks off with a uh, per, uh, performance from global superstar Dermot Kennedy, our own Dermot Kennedy. And uh, Orla Gartland is in there as well. The Dublin Garage Rockers sprints. There's loads of fantastic acts that have gone through the doors of other voices and gone on to great things. A big star as well, like Sam Fender, are going to appear. And uh, the finale will be the legendary Damien Dempsey, Damo, as he's known to his, to his friends and fans. Scams continue out there. And this is an extraordinary one. We've all got those messages from on post saying you've got the customs charge and by and large you probably have something coming in the post. You go, oh God, what's this? Well, I must release it. Well, the Irish tenor Paul Byram, evoke.ie, tells us that he was targeted by scammers just a few days before his birthday. He got one of these messages and... um, he was sending a large parcel from his online store full of albums and merchandise. So he got a text saying he owed a small amount of customs charge. It wasn't from on post, clearly, because he went to rush out, pay the fee of 190 online, and he discovered that he found it six and a half grand. 
was removed from the bank account. So he's telling people, be careful, check, double check, triple check. Don't take it for granted that it's coming from who they purport it's coming from. And uh, God, the best of us get caught at that. They get absolutely caught. Uh, what else is happening? Well, we were talking about um, films being made in Ireland and Channing Tatum was here. I'm not sure he was making a film. He was on holidays in Wells House in Wexford. Well, there's a new sh- a film called The Northman starring Alexander Skarsgård. Do you remember him from True Blood? He was in that thing with Nicole Kidman about the thing. And uh, he's in lots of things, you know. He's also in, the, in this show with Anna Taylor-Joy. She was the lead in The Queen's Gambit. She was also Michael's wife in The Peaky Blinders. And, uh, well, he's been talking to RT Entertainment. And he says, well, he was filming in Antrim and Donegal on this show, which is about, um, well, it's, it's set in the 10th century and set in Ireland. He said, we were knee-deep in the Irish mud for seven months. So he said it was cushy, but it was really warm. We were chilled. Uh, so she's kind of saying, oh no, it was grand. He's saying it was terrible. Knee-deep in the Irish mud. And, and there you go. Anyway, this film is out uh, tomorrow as well. Okay, so that's The Northman. And it's one of those things you can look out and see if you can see bits of Antrim or Donegal. Uh, speaking of Channing Tatum, there's a very strange thing going on with Magic Mike 3. What's happening? Well, Sandy Newton has had a row with Channing Tatum over the Oscar slap. You see, we knew the slap that would reverberate and start affecting things such as Magic Mike 3, of all things. Yeah, that keeps going. And um, so she's denying she was axed. But what's going on? Well, there's a bit of a row they had on set, apparently, about the slap. And um, Sandy Newton says she exited. Uh, the film is saying it was a family matter. And she's being replaced. She's going to be replaced, apparently, by Salma Hayek. And Channing Tatum, there was a big row, apparently, which was unimaginably vicious. And it led to Channing driving off set in his car. She storms off. She says, no, I'm not axed. I decided to leave for family issues. There were only 11 days into shooting and the whole thing is overshadowed. And uh, this is the kind of um, bit of nonsense that goes on. Crucially, in this story, it doesn't tell me who is on the side of which in the slap. Channing Tatum, would he possibly be, you know, pro Chris Rock? Pro- Come on, he'd be on the, he'd just be nicey. Anyway, we might find out. More might yet leak out. I tell you, there was a bit of a, what might be a bust up coming, not related to the Oscar slap, but of much more important matters in Ireland. Turf. Yes, this is the season of the turf wars. The Irish Daily Mirror tells us today, and you might have heard a bit about this on Morning Ireland. I'm, uh, my ears were, were prickling because I'm going, yes, Callan's Kicks needs some Light Entertainment this week, Leo Varadkar. I presume buoyed up by some, you know, good um, news in the polls. Good as in it's not a complete disaster for Fine Gael. They're starting to climb back up from their low perch in the Irish Times opinion polls. And he announced uh, that um, there will be no turf ban in this country and selling turf. It'll be paused because he says telling Irish people um, not to have turf is a bit like telling the French they can't drink wine or the Italians, they can't eat pasta. You can just imagine them kind of, you know, riling the troops on a Wednesday. This is the hill we will all climb. It's like telling the French they can't drink wine or the Italians, they can't eat pasta. I mean, I presume the turf munchers are quite literally turf munchers and they probably eat it. In fact, they probably massage it into their faces to make themselves look young. And it doesn't work, let me tell you. Anyway, this is going to be something that will have Eamon Ryan uh, waking up very disturbed. He might be dreaming, thinking, did I dream it? Is it real? What about the turf? It must stop. 
And you've heard Barry Cowan is already getting in on the Leo Varadkar. So there might be a, the turf wars will be who will be the kind of it's going to be gangs of New York essentially, isn't it? On the five points. And um, actually, quite literally, they do massage into their face. So we were discussing this this morning. You can get peat-based skincare and ogre skincare based in the Midlands. Are based that they're not going to stop that. I hope it's very important to get the peat massaged into your face, and you can get that kind of Joe Biden look. You know, the sort of Iron Age bog body. You know, you're on display. You know, <laughs> he looks well. I mean, he. Must, I presume it's it, it's turf. Actually, I have a Joe Biden story about his dogs. I, I think every time I'm in here covering, there seems to be a story about the, the, the first dog, as we're calling him, um, because apparently more and more is emerging about um, the former first dog, Major, uh, because the Secret Service, remember he bit the Secret Service? Well, it turns out he bit the agents of the Secret Service eight days in a row. I mean, this is extraordinary tolerance, tolerance for a very angry dog. And uh, oh, these were released to the um, uh, Freedom of Information Act. God, they're little to be doing, don't they? And apparently, the was uh, there was a, the, the, the the there was discord in the Secret Service, and there was a bizarre infiltration scandal involving at least four agents. This is, the the family's younger dog Major was surprised by an unfamiliar person reacted in the way. So people are defending the dog because it was didn't know what was going on. And um, okay, so the the secret agent saying the do, the the bites were severe. Okay, and are very angry about the spin the White House are putting it. This could go on and on. Not March 21, Major bit a Secret Service agent eight days in a row. And there are pictures of injuries to wool quotes, to wool coats. And I'm looking here at a picture of what Major did. Yeah, tore a lump out of it. No doubt about it. And um, there were the rescue dogs. Was Major a rescue dog? So it was suffering from, from terrible trauma. 51551 is the text number, by the way. Shannon, that's Limerick City, kid, says Amrick, Alan in Limerick. Yeah, uh, Shannon is being claimed definitely for Limerick now at the moment. Um, Oliver went to, I made it to Dingle after watching other voices for years. There were queues outside the church for an hour, but I got in for Seagrid. Yes, that's part of this new season. I will never forget it, says Suzette, who's in Sligo. And hello to you, Suzette, and thanks for your message. And uh, yeah, I've heard about people going down to Dingle and they're all kind of saying, you need to be in the know. You need to be one of the fancy Dan people to get into the church. Anyway, 20 seasons. It'll keep going, I presume. Uh, Good morning, Oliver. I'm a heterosexual man in my 60s. Why the hell can't people live and let live? Uh, Well, that's... So say all of us. Well, well done, Oliver. Plenty of straight supporters of the LGBTQ community. Peace to you all. The real people of Ireland support each other, says Jim. Yes, the real people. And like I said, you know, we're mostly decent, honest, sound people, but the harm that can be done by the bad few... Um, now, Blind Boy Book Club has announced via his podcast, one of the biggest podcasts in the country, brilliant podcast, been going for years and he never misses a Wednesday. I can't believe the work uh, load that goes into it and the ethic of Christmas holidays, the whole lot. Uh, well, he, his latest podcast, a very personal one, the musician and writer has revealed, according to the Irish Examiner, his recent diagnosis of autism. This has increasingly been seen now, adult Uh, autistic uh, diagnosis and he goes into it uh, and I'm just quoting from Blind Boy here because he's always very thoughtful and very measured and considerate in his talking points around mental health. He says the thing with diagnosis is that the irrational part of my brain is like I'm after getting autism but in fact what's happened is someone has just given me a new word to describe how I've been my whole life. I've been autistic my whole life since I was born. I'm just finding it out now in my 30s and it's challenging to receive new information like that. Now, thankfully, he's doing it 
Uh, he's dealing with it through the professionals in this regard. So he's in good company as well with his devoted community. And if you want to listen to the longer conversation he has there about his his diagnosis of autism, the Blind Boy podcast is the place to go. It's called Intrapersonally Speaking. And uh, that's out via podcast, uh, via Acast and other podcasting platforms. Now, some um, speaking about skincare, Locketal um, is, is, is in the firing line today. BBC News here tells us the beauty firm Locketal has decided to keep its Russian stores open. Huh? Yes, the beauty brand from France keeping its shops in Russia open despite the invasion. Um, it, it's making a lot of money over there, basically, isn't that it? And they're, well, what are they saying? They're saying, we can't guarantee our 700 employees in Russia will not face retaliation if we cease to operate in the country. Well, you could do what the other companies are doing. They're continuing to pay them uh, and closing while taking stand and condemning what's going on. Now, they're saying they strongly condemn und- Russia's unjustified and unprovoked invasion and has significantly scaled back its operations, suspending its investment plan. Well, suspending is a very loose term. It's a loose term, isn't it? Uh, someone, yes, yeah, someone is in with good news. He wants a good news, Oliver. Good news from creches right across the country whose children have raised €200,000 through Early Childhood Ireland's National Pyjama Day. We want to thank every single person involved as one of the charities to benefit. And we want to thank Carmel Doyle, the CEO of the Jack and Jill Children's Foundation. Yes, thank you to them for the ch- pyjama day. We could all do with sticking in our pyjamas, so no judgment for people who are still in their pyjamas at this hour or later hours. Other voices, I'm sure they were there, the Divine Comedy. Uh, one of my favourite bands when I was in college. And since we we're talking so much about Derry Girls, they're the band behind the Father Ted. So there's a bit of a connection there. This is new from them. The best mistakes, Divine Comedy. 51551 is the text number. Good morning to you. fantastic song gets you into the mood now I asked for good news earlier and I'm getting it here 51551 is the text number I'm listening to you in beautiful West Cork I'm here making brown bread that's good news as I make good bread love the show the bread will be better for listening to you says Bernie just the plumossing is now fairly heavy it's heavy this morning uh, also good I'm so glad Oliver we are helping the Ukrainian refugees I'm also thinking of all the refugees who've been living in direct provision centres in Ireland for up to nine years or more they need our support desperately uh, says Mora. and yes and they are getting um, uh, by way of the bad news in Ukraine they're, they're getting a spotlight on direct provision in, in the country and I know Minister Roderick O'Gorman is working hard to bring an end to direct provisions. We should say that as well. Can you say a big thank you to all the very dedicated census form collectors? A lovely lady called Maureen collected my census yesterday. It's a thankless job where the census collectors have to call back a number of times to collect the forms. Please, everyone, have the census form ready and thank the person collecting them, says Una. And finally, team cheerleading, Team Ireland cheerleading are leaving this Sunday to go to Florida to compete in the World Championships. This is in cheer sports and would love the Support. So yes, go Team Ireland. Well, all so say all of us. That's it for Thursday. We're back again tomorrow, Friday. Claire Byrne is next. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player.